Welcome to the podcast, Meet My Potential, where Deepa chats with leaders around the world once a week or simply shares her insights. This podcast is for those who aspire to meet their highest inner potential. Each episode brings you one simple tool that you can apply at work or in life. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. The topic today is adaptive process. And we have Yolanda Ritter here with us. Yolanda D. Ritter is the founder of New Leadership. She's an expert at guiding people through change in organizations. Let's welcome Yolanda D. Ritter. Oh, thank you so much, Deepa. I'm very pleased to be here. Thanks, Yolanda. So to begin, can you tell us a little bit what is adaptive process versus a technical process? Yeah. That's a really excellent question. I think a technical process is something that many people will recognize. It involves solving a technical problem. And these are usually problems that can be diagnosed and solved within a certain time frame by applying established know-how and procedures. An example is an IT project information technology project mm -hmm. and uh, the projects that are happening in information technology usually involve making a project plan and that is made according to the known methods techniques and uh, key um, figures that are gained from experience and research this is probably something that everyone understands when you talk about a technical process, making a project plan within your budget, within your time frame, going towards realizing a product, the goal of the project. And usually these kinds of processes have authoritative expertise. So the project leaders are managers who usually manage routine processes. This technical process solves a technical problem and usually under authoritative leadership. Okay. Well, I can just imagine an example of another example of a technical process is if your car is broken, then you just take it to a garagist. Yes. And he can solve it if you have the time and you have the money and he has mm -hmm. and the problem is solved. Yeah. The guy has the authority to do the job and he does it, or if not, he uses his authority to get the job done from one of the people who's working for him at the garage. Exactly. Another example could be when you're going to have an operation and it's a known operation like your appendix, removing your appendix, very known, very standard, based on research, everyone knows the outcome. And this is a very technical process. Got it. So you use time, money, budget and your expertise to solve the problem. Yeah. Okay, great. That's a technical process. And an adaptive one is? Well, an adaptive process is a process involving the behavior that the technical process has on the people involved. So we can take part in all these technical processes and the outcomes of them, but they also instigate certain behaviors in the people or the organizations involved. If we would look again to the information technology project I was talking about as the first example, we know they usually bring changes to the work floor for the people and the organization. 
and many times also changes to job functions. So this again asks for adaptive behavior of the people on the work floor, and that's what we call an adaptive challenge in this adaptive process. And an adaptive challenge is the gap between the behavior of the people and the organization of the old way of working to what is expected in the new situation. And this could include, for example, personal values, organizational values that would change because of the technical changes. The gap could also include a lack of capacity to realize their values in their organization in the new working environment that's going to be implemented. And this adaptive process is usually not mentioned in the technical project plan. So when we see that project plan of how to solve something technical, we usually never see any plan or strategy about how can we help the organization and the people adapt to that. Of course, we don't make plans of the character and the personality change that's needed in a project plan. Exactly. And I, and I totally see that if you have the same behaviors, you're going to have the same results. And when things change in an organization and you want new results, different behaviors, then that means change for a person in terms of how they show up. Exactly. Uh, and there's a gap between who you are today and who you want to become. And what I'm understanding by what you're saying is that gap between who you are today and who you want to become is called an adaptive change in the technical process. Is that, did I get it right? Yeah, so what you see, the technical process, so the new ways of working, the new functions that are attached to your job or taken away from your job function, is because of the technical change. So the question now is, how are we going to motivate people to deal with that and be happy with that? And you can think of two processes working together. The technical process with its project plan and its milestones, and then the adaptive process besides that, that guides the people and the organization to be able to work with the changes that the technical process is implementing. I really see that question, how do you motivate people to do that? And that makes me want to ask the next question. So what are some of the typical challenges that you see when you need to implement an adaptive process? Yeah, that's also a really good question, Deepa. You started with how do you motivate people? Well, of course, you already are starting to feel that an adaptive process needs a different kind of leadership than a technical process. Remember when I started describing the technical process at the beginning of our podcast, I said it usually, a technical process usually has a technical or an authoritative leader. An adaptive process needs a different type of leadership. These are leaders that are open, are willing to experiment, are willing to do a lot of people management, coach people, mentor people, and help them to discover and talk about the values of their work, of their organization, through this whole technical process so that they are motivated and want to work in the new situation. Implementing an adaptive process with a plan is a challenge because we cannot predict how people will behave when a technical process of change is being implemented in an organization. 
So when we look at a technical project plan, we always see milestones. So this is the period of time, this is the budget, and this is the goal we want to reach. And then when you've reached it, you've gone to the next milestone. An adaptive process can't be described this way because we cannot predict how people will feel and how they will behave. So it's much easier to predict the outcome of a technical process with the known procedures that are being followed in that project. An adaptive process follows a path of experimental learning with every step of the technical process, the behavior of the people is guided by the adaptive leader. This leader has the ability to mobilize the work floor and the organization to adapting to change. Another big difference between that technical process and the adaptive process is a technical outcome is usually known. You have an idea of what you're working towards <laughs> and what you want. Of course, things happen in between and you find uh, maybe you go a little to the right or a little to the left, so you change your timeline, etc. but it's usually known where you're going to. But behavior of people is not. So an adaptive leader guides behavior through the technical process. And then, of course, the next question that many managers may be thinking of right now is, wow, uh, what about the budget? <laughs> this, will cost, <laughs> this will cost more. And of course, this is another challenge of implementing an adaptive process. The lack of budget or willingness to invest could be a reason that adaptive processes aren't implemented or looked at. And this could mean that the change resulting from the technical process is handled after the technical process is implemented. So you go through your whole project, your technical project plan, you implement everything, and then maybe a year later, the behavior starts, it starts to be very known to everyone that people aren't accepting the changes or aren't being able to deal with them, etc. And then this could involve having to spend much more time and budget afterwards to help people through coaching, mentoring, training, etc., to help them become motivated in the new situation. So you see that this investment is always needs to be taken if you want your technical project to be a success. Right. So one of the key messages is get proactive to envision the adaptive changes and the adaptive challenges in the project right from day one. Otherwise, it's going to catch up with a huge budget later on. Yeah, yeah. This is very known in organizational change. It's a very known process. Usually technical processes are, are handled and, and planned and in the budget and the adaptive ones aren't. And then afterwards, you start to deal with all the behavioral, adaptive behavioral processes, yeah. And you and I have worked on a project and this reminds me of that project that we worked on where we came in and ran an adaptive process. Of course, they had put extra budget out there much more than had they done it before, not only and one of the partnering companies who was working in this collaboration ended up paying lots of penalties. So it's a huge loss, yes. in, even in terms of your technical project and even in terms of your technical budget. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Thank you. Those are three very key points. Be open, experiment, manage people, coach, mentor them. And the second one, be an adaptive leader to guide your people through the adaptive behaviors. And the last most important one is put out time and budget for this process. Yeah. Yeah. So why would someone implement this? What are the main benefits? Well, as we just said, and benefit is that you don't have to do a huge investment after the technical process, but you are taking people along as you move with the technical process. And having this is adaptive leadership uh, gives people the vision and the mission of your organization and attaching these values to their job and to their function gives them security and purpose on the work floor. And then they'll be able to thrive throughout this whole technical process instead of being insecure about it. This is also uh, what the adaptive leader does. He mobilizes the people throughout this process to define their personal values, to define the organizational values together with their priorities and how to realize these within the technical challenges that they are faced with. We also know that technical challenges only succeed when there are motivated people who support the change on the work floor. And then the technical change also succeeds when the value of the change is clear and connected to the values of the organization. This together makes a thriving, successful organization. And then you may think, what's a thriving, successful organization? Well, that's of course an increase in shareholder value exceptional customer service, and high workforce morale. And of course, morale is very connected to personal values. And it also has a systemic value, your organization having a positive social and environmental impact. So these are beautiful benefits implementing an adaptive process. That sounds beautiful. I can see how people would be truly motivated when their personal values and organizational values are coherent. Yes, yes. And they'll know why they're doing things. Many times people don't even understand why an organization is implementing a technical process for change and they're not involved. And this will be involving them and taking them in the process as you change. Good. So what's one tip that you can share today here with us that people can implement immediately? Yes, I'm sure many people are listening and thinking, well, how do we do that? Exactly. I will give you a tip about uh, that at the end, but I will start with an example. A real tip to becoming aware of what an adaptive challenge is and how to deal with it could be using a known metaphor in this work and it's called the metaphor of the dance floor and the balcony. And the dance floor, uh, you could also in this metaphor call it the working floor, is a situation when people encounter this technical processes with the challenges they have and they don't know how to deal with them. So let's take, for example, a project meeting. Usually everyone has project meetings or some type of meeting in their uh, working floor. And uh, here, many people experience personal challenges in meetings, and they're usually involving technical processes. Mm. These 
Personal challenges could be the changes in their function. People become insecure about those changes and they don't know how to deal with the changes. And many times they don't even dare to voice their doubts or show them in a meeting. And then this dance floor balcony metaphor could be a helpful tool because after the meeting, in the meeting people are on the dance floor or on the working floor. And after the meeting, they can go to their balcony. And that would be taking distance, sitting on the balcony, looking down at the work floor, at what was happening in that meeting, and analyzing by making written or mental notes about their own role on the dance floor in the meeting. And these are an example of some of the questions that people can ask themselves to analyze their own role. The first, of course, is what was your role? And the second could be what were other roles around the table? And the third could be how did you interact with them verbally and non-verbally? What was your goal when you went to the meeting? Did you reach it? Why or why not? Did you have a strategy to reach it? And are there some actions that you want to take now? Some things you want to adapt? There's that word again. So the above are examples of questions people can ask themselves on the balcony, taking distance and analyzing their behavior in order to be able to adapt their behavior along with the technical process they are experiencing. Thank you. That's a very good and very useful tip that people can implement immediately to take time out of judging and reacting in a meeting to taking distance and analyzing their own role, how they're interacting, how they're impacting the results for themselves and how are they impacting the strategy of how people are working with each other in that meeting. Yes. Yes, and it's finding out what is the gap that you have between how you were working and what the change is going to bring and how are you going to deal with that. And that means that change usually asks you to adapt your behavior. Yeah, there's a very famous saying from Mahatma Gandhi. It goes like this, be the change that you want to see in the world. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful one, yeah. And that's also very difficult. You know, change involves courage. Change involves insecurity, not knowing what's going to happen. So it's also about thinking about what do I think is important? What do I think are my priorities? What do I want to achieve? And how can this fit into the organizational change, the technical project? And how can I adapt still holding true to my values and my priorities? Excellent. Thank you very much for sharing that valuable tip. And before you go, what's your last message to the audience here? Well, if you want to know more about this method and how to apply it, there's a very good book. It's called The Practice of Adaptive Leadership by Ronald Heifetz. So I would very much like to encourage everyone to take a look at the book or look up Ronald Heifetz on the internet and listen to some of his videos. They are excellent. 
Thank you very much for being here with us. Okay. Thank you, Deepa. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to know more how you can meet your potential, check out www.meetmypotential.com. That's www.meetmypotential.com. Join us again. And until then, stay cool.